Hey, Kirkman here with the Gen X Career Show, and I want to ask you a question. When is it time to settle? We're talking about that on today's show, so keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and yes, I'm here for another episode. And today, well, today's episode is a little bit of a departure from my normal type episode. Today, I decided to take on a question from someone who attended the Career Passion Roadmap webinar that I hosted, uh, I guess this is about a week or two ago. By the way, if you're still interested in getting in on the Career Passion Roadmap Intensive. You still have a little bit of time. We start on September 1st. So if you are interested, please do go to my website, which is yourgenxcareer.com and click on Career Passion Roadmap Webinar to get more details. But at the webinar, I had a really, really great question. In fact, I had a question and then a bonus question. So I'm going to answer both of those on today's show because I thought that the questions were so good and they were so relatable. And I think it's something that a lot of us, I know I've struggled with it in the past. And so I thought that maybe it would be helpful uh, just to answer the question here on the podcast so that everyone who listens can benefit. And if you like this type of content, if you like hearing questions from listeners, I need you to do two things. First of all, email me your questions. All you have to do is email genxcareershow at gmail.com. That's G-E-N-X careershow at gmail.com with any questions that you have related to career, career transition, career mindset, any of those things. And then, uh, so email me the questions, but then also email me to let me know, yes or no, this is the type of thing that you would like to hear more of, and maybe I'll make it a regular monthly segment or something like that. All right, so let's get to the questions. So the question was, basically, this attendee of the webinar asked me, um, she has done in the past several different things as her career. So she mentioned all the different things that she'd done. She'd done accounting, customer service. Uh, She mentioned a lot of different things that she had done in the past. And what she was sharing is that she liked all of those things. She liked a lot of those things. And she wants to know, like, how can she narrow down all of her interests to figure out what she should pursue? You know, she talked about, you know, that it was, she felt like with all of the different passions, she was having trouble determining what it is that she really 
wants to do and how she can, you know, how can she narrow them down, pick one thing and be able to go after that one thing. And so what I told her is that that was a concern for many of my clients and for me as well. I told her that I was multi-passionate. And so I I still am. I have several different interests and I pursue a lot of them. <laughs> but uh, what I told her was, first of all, it's okay to have different passions and interests. But what you need to do is you need to make a list. And that's one of the reasons why I created the dream job discovery list. And if you're not familiar with that, it's something that's totally and completely free on my website. I've had hundreds of people download it. And what it is, is just a list of job titles. It's a list of job titles. And There's also a journal component of it. So I have different journal-like prompts, which will help you to work through the list and use the list to sort of start to not only dream about what you want to do, but then also sort of narrow it down so that you can make whatever the dream is in terms of your career passion and actual reality. So what I shared with her was to go ahead and think about all of the different things that she's passionate about. Just write them all down. Stream of consciousness. Just take a piece of paper, take a notepad. If you are someone who likes to be on your computer more, open up a note on your iPhone or just get a blank page, a Google Doc, anything that works for you. And then just brainstorm. Now, one of the most important things about this brainstorming session is that you don't want to censor yourself. See, what a lot of people do is when they brainstorm, they'll start to write things down and then they'll start to second guess and edit the list. So they'll write something down. Let's say, let's say, um, let's say, I don't know. I want to be a flight attendant, <laughs> let's say. And then they'll start thinking, well, I'm too old to be a flight attendant. And if I'm a flight attendant, I'll be away from my family. And, you know, they'll start to talk themselves out of it. Now, I'm not saying that flight attendant is going to necessarily be feasible for you, but in the brainstorming process, you just want to write it down anyway, because brainstorming, you have to let your, you have to let your mind just go in order to open it up to more possibilities, more ideas. And the more you write down and just let it flow, the more ideas are going to come to you. And then the more likely it is that you will actually land on that idea. That's the idea. So I told her to just go ahead and just write out everything that you can think of, all of the passions, everything that you've done in the past, any career you've ever thought of or dreamed of pursuing. Then what you want to do is start to narrow that down. So then you want to start to look at it a little bit more critically and see, okay, out of these, what are the ones that, and I'll just say for right now, these are just not really possible or they're not things that I really want to pursue. So then start crossing out the ones that are just totally outlandish. You really, you couldn't see yourself actually doing what it takes to pursue those certain things. So you're going to go ahead, you're going to go through all of those. And then what I asked her to do is narrow it, 
Narrow it all down until you have three. Narrow all of your choices down until you have three, and then you're just going to pick one. How do you pick? You just pick. Because these three are going to be three that you have decided that you could definitely see yourself doing, you could definitely see yourself pursuing, and you could definitely see yourself doing the work to get to those. So you get to those three and then you pick one. I told her, I don't care if you got to do eeny, meeny, miny, mo, just pick one. <laughs> and then you start to pursue that one. Now, as you pursue that one, you might find that there are other interests on the list that are complementary to that one that you had. And I'll just use myself as an example. So I do this podcast. I also do career coaching. And then I also do training. The training that I do is on the DISC uh, personality assessments. So what I'll do is I'll go into a company and I will offer the DISC assessments to their employees. And then I will either do a workshop or some individual coaching with some of their staff members on how to apply the DISC model to their career development, to working with others within their role, all of those things. Now, I also use that same DISC model with my private coaching clients and in my upcoming group coaching. So do you see the similarity there? So I teach and train and coach on DISC. I use DISC in my coaching. Uh, and then, you know, I also use speaking. So speaking, DISC, coaching are, are three of my top passions and things that I enjoy doing. And so I've learned to incorporate all of those into, into what I do. So what I'm saying is that as you're making the list, you can also make note of how you can maybe combine various passions into one. Now, when you're first starting out, it may not be exactly clear on how to incorporate them. So what you want to do is you want to take that one that you picked and just go all in in that one specific thing. So for her, let's say it was accounting. I suggested that she go all in on accounting. So what branch of accounting do you want to do? What type of company do you want to do accounting for? Do you want to have your own accounting business, freelance business, service business, or do you want to work within an organization? Is there a specific industry that you want to work in with the uh, with accounting? So just go deep on that one. And then once you've gotten some traction on that one idea, then you can start to either add another idea in or figure out how they can possibly be complementary. So just to summarize all of that, you're going to brainstorm all of your different passions. You're going to pick three, you're going to, or excuse me, you're going to narrow it down to three. You're going to pick one, go all in, and then you can start to bring others in after. And this is where that whole evaluation process that I talk about in the process that I use when I'm coaching my clients, this is where that evaluation piece comes in. Because as you're going through your list and as you are 
pursuing whatever career passion that you've decided on, it's important to always be evaluating your progress. We don't want to keep doing things that are not working. So at every step along the way, you want to evaluate is this working? Do I like this? Does this feel right? And then you want to give yourself enough time to see if it works. So many times people start something, and I'm guilty of this too. So I say people, I'll say me. You start something and you're not seeing progress right away. So the first instinct is to switch to something else. No, you want to give yourself at least 30, 60, 90 days to see what progress can be made. Now, it's okay to pivot, but you have to give yourself enough time. That's where the evaluation comes in. You're constantly evaluating how you feel about it, what's working, what's not, and how it's going so that you don't keep doing something that is is not really going anywhere. So hopefully that is helpful if you are like me and you might be a multi-passionate person with various different passions. Hopefully that will help you to narrow it down. Now, this second question is, well, it's sort of related to the first, but I love the question because I really do think it's something that a lot of people, including myself, do uh, have challenges with. So she talks about this whole idea of settling. And she talked about how, you know, a lot of times well-meaning parents family members, friends, even coworkers uh, have this idea or ask this question to those of us who are looking and striving for more. So if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're someone who doesn't just want another job. You want to find something that you're passionate about, something that you enjoy. And her question was really around this idea of how do you deal with people who want you to settle? You know, I can even remember my own parents talking about, you know, find find a good stable job with benefits and stability and all of that, which is great, great advice. There's nothing wrong with finding a stable position with benefits and all of those things. But this whole idea of settling, when are you just, why can't you just settle and be happy? You've got a great job. You've got a great position. Yeah, you might not like it, but why don't you just settle? Why don't you be happy? And this attendee of my workshop was talking about, I love how she described it. She, she talked about people around her, specifically her coworkers, as being leeches. Like, and when you think about a leech, a leech literally sucks the life <laughs> out of you. And she talked about how their ideas or their energy around settling and being happy and just staying in something where you're miserable uh, is is something that you should aspire to do. You know, she talked about how you know they it's like they almost made it hard for her to dream and aspire to something bigger because You know, it's just like she said, she even said, you know, you could see it on their face. And we've all seen that. 
you know, we've seen the coworker who's been on the job for 30 years and they're just riding it out until their retirement. You can see it on their face. You know, they put on a big smile and skin and grin for, you know, for, for show. But on the inside, they're just dragging themselves to a job that they absolutely can't stand. And, you know, they're just settled and they're trying to bring everyone, you know, even the optimistic person who's saying, but, but hey, what if there's something else out there? Like, what if I really could find something that I really enjoy and that I'm good at and I could contribute to a team or I could contribute to an organization? And these, these people are like, no. No, just settle. Just just settle for the status quo. So that was her question. How do I aspire to more when all around me the message is just settle? And the first thing that I told her was that she really has to be aware that anybody who's looking to aspire to more is really in a small minority of the working population. I don't know what the the current statistic is, but I think it's about 80 or 90 percent of workers in the U.S. hate their jobs. They don't like their jobs. They're basically going to pay the mortgage, pay the bills, pay the light bills. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. And you might be in a situation where you have to do that in order to survive. So I did tell her that she's in the minority. Anybody who's aspiring to go past the status quo is in the minority. So first of all, you have to realize that. The second thing is anytime, anytime you're in a situation where you feel that someone else is in any way impacting how you feel, how you act, how you move, then you need to stop and you need to look in the mirror because it always goes back to you. So remember, you there's no way you can change anyone else. The only thing that you can change is what you say or do, how you behave, or and this is what I told her, your reaction to what's going on around you. So you can change what you do, what you say, how you act, or you can change your reaction to what's going on around you. So this is where the mindset, self-development, personal development, whatever you want to call it, this is where you have to be very solid in what it is that you want for yourself and your life. So this involves, first of all, being very, very hyper self-aware about you. And this is why I talk about mindset. What do you like? What do you want out of your life? What are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your ambitions? Have you written those down? Do you wake up every morning with an idea of where it is that you're going, not only for that day, but in life? If you are solid in your goals and your dreams and what you want for your life and what you want to do, and you wake up every day thinking about that thing, you wake up every day doing at least one thing that's progressing you towards that thing, 
then you will drown out the voices of those leeches and those people who want you to just settle. You'll drown those out. Because you'll be so focused on your goals and you're going to turn around and you're going to look around and you're going to be where you want to be as long as you're constantly working on your mind and you're working on your goals. Now, this is not about just sitting in a room and meditating and saying, oh, I want to do my passion. Oh, no, 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 no. This is about action. What actions are you taking towards reaching that goal of being in that career or or finding your career passion or discovering your career passion? So whenever there is a situation where you're challenged by someone else, that's always your indication that you need to stop and look at yourself. Now, does that mean that people are not sometimes annoying? (laughs) Does that mean that it can be challenging and difficult to sit next to a coworker in a cubicle who's constantly being negative, constantly bitter, constantly telling you to just settle, just be happy when you talk about the things, the goals and the dreams that you have? No, yes, that can be very annoying. But that's why it's all the more important that you seek out ways that you can fix your own mindset to such a place where those things impact you less and less and less. And that, my friends, is a constant process. That's not just a one and done. It's an ongoing daily process to make sure that you're feeding your mind with the information, the motivation, the inspiration that tells you you can do it and that there is more out there. That is the primary reason why I created this podcast is to give anyone who wants to listen a space, a place where you can hear stories of people who are living in their passion. You can hear inspiration. You can hear the truth that whatever it is that you can actually conceive in your mind, you can indeed achieve if you are willing to put in the work and if you are willing each day to feed your mind with ideas that move you forward and not leave you stagnant. So hopefully that was helpful for you. Those are some excellent questions. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the beautiful woman who was in my workshop and asked those questions. Uh, I thought that they were very, very great questions and hopefully they helped you. So how, how do you narrow down those passions when you have multiple passions and how do you How do you drown out those voices that are telling you to settle? Two very brilliant questions, and hopefully you got some answers today. So that is what I have for you today. That is the listener Q&A. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.